homily for the 29th Sunday in Ordinary Time, St. Mary's Church, Grand Forks, October 20th, 2019. Jesus could have simply told us today, persevere in prayer. Don't stop asking God for what you need. But by putting it in the form of a parable, he gets our imagination stirring. This short but memorable scene is comical. A judge is going about his business without really being fair or impartial. Maybe he gives preference to townspeople with wealth or influence. You scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. What's worse, he is frank and honest about his biases. Rather than to express guilt, he is defiant and unabashed. Apparently, no one superior to the judge is minding the store and putting pressure on him to do the job expected of him. However, there's a problem. A widow in town has a case to bring before the judge. Of course, she is hoping for a favorable outcome, whatever the issue happens to be, but her biggest concern is to get her day in court. The judge decides that he had better do right by her for fear that she might lash out violently towards him. The picture that comes into my mind is of a woman carrying a heavy handbag over her shoulder, swinging it and pummeling the guy. The moral of the story is that we are aware of our own imperfections. We become impatient and disrespectful toward others. We grow tired of those who annoy us. But we must never transfer those same attitudes to God. Our Heavenly Father delights in hearing from us. We need not censor ourselves as if to say, I'm droning on and this must be depressing to hear. If we are in desperate straits, those are the most important times to reach out to Him. That being said, though, it's good for us to consistently speak to the Lord and listen to Him in good times as well as bad. That way you will treat God as the friend you most want to hear from every single day. Pope Francis has declared October of 2019 to be an extraordinary missionary month. We are marking the 100th anniversary of a document written by Pope Benedict XV. From the 16th to the 19th century, the missionary efforts of the Church blossomed. As European explorers were colonizing the New World, missionaries accompanied them to present the gospel of Jesus Christ to those who had never heard of him before. A hundred years ago, as the furthest corners of the world had been visited and mapped, the Holy Father did not want the faithful to conclude that missionary activity was consigned only to a certain experience of a historical time period. On the contrary, the nature of the treasure of faith Jesus gives us is that we need to spread it. The treasure is not to be buried in the ground or hidden under the mattress like a sum of money to be returned later. Throughout the liturgical year, we celebrate memorials of founders of churches, many of them being martyrs, who ministered in all kinds of countries from Asia to the Orient to Oceania, the Americas, and Africa. There are far too many to mention completely. However, the biographies of these saints are amazing, and they are easy to find on websites like catholic.org or Wikipedia. People like St. Charles Lawanga in Uganda, Paul Miki in Japan, 
and Marianne Cope among the lepers in Molokai endured great sacrifices, and in some cases, cruel suffering. We owe it to ourselves to ask why. Why didn't they just give up or relent and save themselves the trouble? Why did they resign themselves to laying down their very lives and forgoing whatever other personal hopes and dreams they may have had? And can I relate to their passion and their thirst for the Holy Spirit that they exhibited? I love the story I once heard of St. Francis Xavier Cabrini when she was a girl in Italy in the mid-1800s. There was a stream near her house, and as a little girl, she would take pieces of paper, fold them into the shape of boats, and send them floating down the river. She imagined that she were on one of the boats sailing to China to tell the people there about Christ. Eventually, she labored for the faith in North and South America, surprising all whom she met with her boundless energy, despite her fragile physical condition. If we as Catholics do not see ourselves as active participants in a missionary kind of church, we are missing something. One simple way to do our part is to contribute to the annual World Mission Sunday campaign, which takes place this weekend. We are providing special envelopes for your use in the holders in front of you. I ask you to please take one for your household and discuss what you can do to generously support this worthwhile cause. Please return your gift in the collection basket at your earliest convenience. Thank you for your help. Lastly, I want to speak to you about the value of stewardship here in our community. Every year in the fall, we put together a time and talent campaign. This year, one new thing we have done is to set up a board in the church entrance with cards of different ministries at our parish. We invite you to take those cards of the areas you are interested in, and you will find a brief description and contact information. For now, I want to direct you to the trifold brochures we have left behind in the pews. This is a revised brochure, so it's not the same thing that you've seen before. Whether you are currently active in a given ministry or not, we ask you to mark the areas you are interested in and place the brochure in our collection basket during the offertory. As you glance at the brochure, I'm going to address the status of stewardship in our midst. I also want to thank our Liturgy Committee volunteers for supporting the Time and Talent Weekend. A great many parishes in our diocese find that a majority of their members most active in stewardship are of advanced age and have been doing what they are doing for quite some time. I'm deeply grateful to all of you to whom this applies. We could not do what we do without you. My challenge is to those of you in the next generation, those my age or younger. We have to step forward boldly and sooner rather than later. Again, I am not looking to displace anyone from their current position. But it's easy to imagine a scenario when suddenly, because of health scares or related issues, a number of our brothers and sisters may not be able to continue on. There is no reason why we should be caught flat-footed. A guest on Catholic Radio this past week talked about a demographic study a parish in Fargo did recently. They found that parishioners under the age of 50 
supply only 10% of that church's operating income for their annual budget. 10%. That's a harbinger of a lot of other things going on in that community. I don't think crisis is too strong a word when we look at statistics like that. We need to be proactive, and we need you to respond to Christ's invitation today. I want to see lots of brand new names submitted. Please, look carefully at this brochure. Where is Jesus calling you to follow him more closely? Lastly, please remember that what you give of yourselves and your stewardship of time, talent, and treasure, God will give back to you a hundredfold. Amen.